Welcome back to another episode of Hive Mind, a pop culture podcast. My name is Erin and I am your host. I'm so excited um, to be on the mic today because it's December 1st and I'm here to bring you the second annual Hive Mind Awards. This is my little fake award show I do to spotlight the best and brightest in pop and beyond. It's a highlight of my year and it's something that Uh, I am really excited to bring back again, so get comfy. I'm in the comfiest position ever right now. Let me just paint a picture. Close your eyes. Imagine me, if you know me in real life and you know what I look like. Um, I am in my little cozy apartment. I've got my fake Christmas tree glowing, creating little shadows on the wall. I'm all bundled up under a blanket, cradling a microphone like a baby, like truly... I am ready to get into it with you today, and I'm I'm just so excited to talk shop, to talk shit, and to bring you some songs you might have missed uh, over the course of the year. So it's going to be really fun, um, and I hope that this episode can kind of put you on to your new favorite or just kind of give love to something that you love. Um, also, I'm bringing back something in this episode that was really successful last year, which is having a listener mailbag. So um, I actually have 29 friends and fans of the show who have quote unquote called in and shared their favorite pop song of 2023. So you're not just getting my opinion and um, my, you know, limited taste palette, but you're actually getting song recommendations from 29 other pop music fans, people whose taste I really kind of trust and um, I, I consider them, you know, tastemakers in my personal life. So I'm just I'm, I'm really excited to bring to you just a new crop of music today and, and just put a lot of stuff on your plate. And I think it's going to be really fun to celebrate it all along the way. So, yeah. Also, Spotify Wrapped came out yesterday, so I think that this episode kind of piggybacks off of that and the absolute joy that reading that data brings me each year. Also, side note, what is going on with the graphics on Spotify Wrapped? I swear it looks like it was made on kid pics. <laughs> like, what are they? what are they trying to do? I just feel like everything else on Spotify is like very minimalistic. And then when it's wrapped, it's like, let me throw a little like squiggle in the uppermost corner and like a splotch of lime green. Uh, and, and maybe we'll make your uh, your graph about which genres you like shaped like a sandwich. And I'm just like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, I mean, 
okay like i there's a, a vision is certainly there i don't know if it's the vision that i would necessarily have but great i guess um yeah really kind of that that threw me a loop this year but something that was cool is i picked my nominees for my show tonight uh about a month ago and all five of my top most played songs are actually represented in the nominees tonight so not only are these songs that i think are quality um but i also think that they're songs that have replay value as evidenced by my replays so i think that's kind of cool my number one artist was taylor swift and my number two artist was olivia rodrigo i'm not going to be talking about either of those women tonight just because i feel like i've talked about them like a lot a lot on my show and actually my most recent episode was about rodrigo's album guts um i did a track by track review uh i love that album and i've been playing the shit out of it but also like we've been there if you're interested in hearing me talk about olivia you can go listen to that and i've done a number of episodes on taylor and a lot of writing on her as well um so if you're interested let me know but um tonight i i did want to spotlight the things that like maybe went under your radar or that you did not really give the proper critical acclaim to i think that's also like a, a niche that i've become fascinated in like songs that are popular but we're not talking about the fact that they're really good like they're masterfully made pop songs i just wanted to keep the nominees as fresh as possible so that you coming away from the episode have something to chew on that being said before we dive into any of the categories tonight i wanted to remind you that i created a spotify playlist of all the nominees and the listener mailbag recommendations um, and that will be available in the show notes and on our instagram at hive mind pop culture and on x at hive mind the pod if you like anything that you've heard tonight, make sure to check it out in full. Like, maybe you're going to find your new favorite song in the next hour. Who's to say? Who's to say? All right, um, enough chit-chat. Let's get into it. Our first category of the night is Best Songwriting. I created this category last year to spotlight a piece of music that makes me think, that surprises me, um, you know, lyricism that that really unmorphs me and uh, throws me for a loop. I am such a fan of all of these artists because I think that they're able to kind of put into words what is often wordless. Last year, the amazing Ethel Kane took home this award for her track American Teenager. And I'm so excited to add another artist to the mix. The nominees are Outside your window with the Adventist Sea Lions by Samia Samia stares down the barrel of a relationship that has wrought in on this track. Her words go from hyper-intellectual to overly simplistic. In its final moments, we hear a word association game play. She's lost all sense of cohesion at all. Screen saver, see 
Machine by SZA featuring Phoebe Bridges. I knew we were in for magic when these two mega songwriters put their heads together earlier in the year. What came out? A song about malaise, tech panic, and despair over a dying earth. Friends are on my payroll. You're not wrong, you're an asshole. Screaming at you in the Ludlow. I was yours for free. I don't get existential. I just think about myself and look where that got me. Standing on my own in an airport bar. Erase Me by Lizzie McAlpine featuring Jacob Collier. Every time I listen to this, I am so moved. Lizzie seethes, stuck and in love. Collier's production is so stylized and unique too. One artist really compliments the other. I'll crash if I don't let you go. Don't answer me. I'm calling just to hear you scream. And you're fading, but it feels like you in between. I've said too much. Of your girls by Troy Savan. Everybody loves you, baby. You should mark your face. Troy is mesmerizing on this hit about feeling like a last resort, a way to get someone off. It's taboo, desperate, and lonely. Face card, no cash, no credit. Yes, card. Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Black hole opened in the kitchen. Every clock's a different time. In many ways, this feels like worship music, and I guess that's what Boy Genius is. Three women who worship the connection they have with each other. 
This is so lush. I don't know why I am the way I am. Not strong enough to be your man. I try, I can't stop staring at the ceiling fan and spinning it out about things that haven't happened. Breathing in and out. Drag racing through the canyon. And the winner is. Ghost in the Machine by SZA featuring Phoebe Bridgers. So this was actually my number one song on Spotify Raps. Um, This was the one that I could just, I could play this over and over. Uh, I often fell asleep to it. I often would drive to it. It was the song that I felt accompanied me most this year. Like it was like this peer, this partner I had in the year. I was originally going to say that this is a really apathetic song, but the more I thought about it, this song is more like the ringing of an alarm bell and uh, sort of like spotlighting and highlighting something that's on fire. Both artists are kind of like, I am feeling so hopeless, so nihilistic about the lack of humanity around me. But by singing about it with such gentleness and such vulnerability, um, it's almost like they want to be heard. They're diagnosing a sick world. I think it's really well done. And I've seen so few um, pieces of music or pieces of art in general that can talk about things like the panic over AI without sounding corny. And both SZA and Phoebe, like... They just have such a um, a coolness that lets them talk about hot button stuff without seeming preachy. Like they're just so far from it because they're almost operating in this like cerebral ethereal space that like is just it's so dreamy and so apart from uh, things that we typically consider like, you know, cheesy that uh, they're able to land these big ideas. And I I just think this is a really, really incredible piece of poetry. And uh, it is wrapped up in the bow of a song that's really easy to swallow. Uh, Like I said, I often fall asleep to this song. I just, I find it very like um, hypnotic and comforting. Like, I don't know, maybe there is something kind of comforting about somebody saying, no, you're right. Like the world sometimes is really gross and hard and scary and we have no idea where we're headed and you know somebody just sort of acknowledging that makes you feel like you're not crazy like you're not the only one experiencing it like sometimes pop music can be so bright and brash that it can feel a little gaslighty like I love Dua Lipa right but sometimes I put on Dua Lipa and I'm like are we experiencing the same world And like the answer is no, because I go on Dua Lipa's Instagram account and six out of seven days a week, she's posting a vacation photo dump in like, you know, Waikiki or some shit. And I'm, you know, working, (laughs) just just grinding it out, paying my fucking rents, like feeling mad about politics. Like I just I just feel like 
I love the escapism of a Dua Lipa song and I'm definitely going to get into some really escapist songs in a minute but like sometimes it's just so comforting to have artists be like this sucks like I don't even know why I'm feeling bad but I am like what a great emotion to filter into a pop song I think that both SZA and Phoebe Bridgers play on each other's strengths here and kind of uh, leverage what each one of them is good at. It ended up obviously being my favorite off of SZA's album SOS, and it's probably my favorite Phoebe Bridgers song ever, if we can even consider it one. So yeah, just all around really special and a total memento of the times. All right, let's hit up our listener mailbag and see what fans of Hive Mind were listening to this year. Hi. My favorite pop song of 2023 was True Blue by Boy Genius because I just think it really encapsulates the comfortability of being known so well by someone else. And you could see it through a romantic lens, but I really think that it's about platonic love and just feeling completely and totally known by your best friend and I think that just really that's just really beautiful my favorite pop song of 2023 is Eat Your Young by Hosier because of his experimentation with um, vocals and lyricism um, the song is a commentary on um, the one of the seven deadly sins which in that song is gluttony um, and I think it's super interesting that he takes um, kind of such like a very like historical and like biblical concept and uses a lot of beautiful metaphorical language to kind of tell a story, but at the same time make a lot of social commentary on like modern issues um, like war and consumerism and capitalism and yada yada and so on and so forth. Um, and I just think he's extremely talented and the song on its own stands alone very well but as part of the album it just um tells an incredible story and i think it deserves a shout out my favorite pop song of 2023 was kill bill by sizza and i know that came out in uh late 2022 but i'm gonna consider it 2023 um but that's my favorite song from this year because it was super catchy and even though like the topic was about like you know her wanting wanting to kill her ex it was super playful and fun and like kind of unserious and I just really loved like the instrumental and like the different vocals and everything like that and yeah I just found myself listening to it a lot this year. My favorite pop song of 2023 is Open Arms by SZA because even though it's a deeply sad and self-deprecating song um it makes me it has this ability to make me feel like I have so much love in my life so much love to give out to the people that I care about um I remember the first time I heard it before I realized how sad the song was the SZA was talking about how devoted she is to this person uh that she's singing about and it reminded me how of how devoted I am to my own partner and how much I love my own partner um and i really like the simple just the simple simplicity of the track and how it just makes me feel nostalgic and feel like i'm longing for something my favorite pop song of 2023 is rush by troy Sivan. my favorite pop song from 2023 is calm down baby calm down yeah that's the one hi my favorite pop song of 2023 is rush by troy Sivan. 
It is the Gay Club Anthem of the Year. I've been dancing to it on my own and at the club. It is just so fun and full of life. My favorite pop song of 2023 was Got Me Started by Troy Sivan because I absolutely love that Troy is making his way into the mainstream. I have loved him since his YouTube days and to see him get so much traction is exciting. This song also uses an amazing sample of the song Shooting Stars and is so, so pleasing to listen to. It is pop excellence in my opinion. My favorite pop song of 2023 was One of Your Girls by Troy Sivan because it made my ears perk up and made me want to listen to his discography more, which if you can take time out of your busy day to discover new music or go into a deep dive of an artist, I think it's safe to say that's when you know the music's really good. The next category, most creative, is intended to spotlight moments in pop that are off the beaten path, that are a little wacky, that are sonically rich and interesting, um, and that that kind of just give my ears a treat. Some of these songs are from more fringe genres, some of them are from big names, but all of them are kind of just marching to the beat of their own drum, and I applaud that. And they also have like really sick production, so... Let's give it up for the nominees for Most Creative. I like to live my life luxurious, eating caviar toast, buying out the Ritz. I've been told I can be tricky. Welcome to My Island Remix by Caroline Polachek featuring Charlie XCX. Because it's emotional and physical and so legit. He's got my legs wide out like bananas split. We're always showering each other in expensive gifts. I put the two-tone Cartier on his wrist. It was love at first sight from the moment we kissed. I want a white dress, countryside house and kids. Back at the start, think you knew that I was dangerous. With my face enhanced and my natural lips. So then catch a flight, see if you can handle it. And if you can, then welcome to my island, bitch. I'm almost reluctant to call this a remix, even though it says the word in its title. It's a total overhaul of the original. The perfect example of hearing the chemistry between artist and producer. This one's done by George Daniel, who is Charlie's real-life fiance. Agora Hills by Doja Cat. Say what you will about her, but you can't say she doesn't have her finger on the pulse. Doja plays with weird core and analog horror aesthetics in this music video. Rapping in a valley girl voice, she plays dumb, then she comes in hot. No, you hang up. <laughs> you hang up. Something different about you. Love it when he hit and it smacked you. Baby, let me lick on your tattoos. That's true that I like PDA. Take it to a city place. Suck a little dick in the bathroom. Who that man with the big strong hands on a rass in the club with the past would be that's you. Front seat chilling with the window down. I'd be ten toes down on the dash getting fast food. Hope you can handle the heat. Put your name in the streets. Get used to my fans looking at you. Fuck what they heard. I don't fuck with them birds. I'm a mean kitty. Don't get stabbed with the rats. Your boys be mad that I don't fuck incels. Girls hate too. Gun to the pigs. I love you. I want a big chill boy. Don't trip. I'll split a big bill. Take you around the world. They don't have to understand. Rub it in their face. Put a rock on her hand. Baby, can you call me back? I miss you. It's so lonely in my mansion. Kissing a healthy cutters. Whether they like or not. Yummy X Righteous by Aisha Erotica. Like, 
A TikTok comment that I once saw described this song as being, quote, what ovulation sounds like. <laughs> it's a song that launched to fame due to this fall's tube girl trend. Uh, mashing up a MySpace era Aisha erotica song with a Mo Beats instrumental was like some kind of cunty alchemy. Raven by Kalela. I felt moved hearing this washed out, sinister record. It blends hot genres like drum and bass and dance hall, but it never tries too hard. Her foot is always on the break. Fashion by Lil Uzi Vert featuring Nicki Minaj. I got a Republican Made my ass great again. Bitch, don't make me rag you. I'm number one, you can only be those I was a barb, I am a barb, I will always be a barb. Nikki's fresh and funny wordplay absolutely astounds me here. Plus, we legit have a sample of I'm Blue by Eiffel 65, infinitely better than BB Rexa's.
Carla girl. Now it's heaven campaign. R.I.P. Checking the dapper down when I'm in heart. And the winner is Agora Hills by Doja Cat. Woo! She's just so good. Like, it's one of those things that's like, they can never make me hate you, even though what you were doing wasn't tasteful. Like, that's how I feel when when she pops up on my screen, seeing her do some stupid shit, like wearing a t-shirt with like a neo-Nazi on it or like calling her fans lazy. (laughs) Like, Like, I see that and I'm like, yeah, but she's really good. Like, even the antics are delivered with like this pop culture prowess. And I just think that she's just, she's an expert provocateur. And I don't know if we'll be able to get rid of her because she delivers. This song is just like sprawling and trippy and girly and funny and weird and a little bit creepy. And it's so many things at so many different moments. And Doja's just really effortlessly able to slip on these different masks and be these different people. And I just, I find her so compelling because she's an actress. She's a, uh, she's a character. And not many other rap girls are able to slide so seamlessly from, you know, persona to persona. Um, not many of them are able to fully like be engulfed by their work. Like there's always there's always an awareness. Like I I like Megan the Stallion, I do. When she is on stage, she just always looks like she's thinking about what she's gonna say next. You know, same for for so many of these girls. And Doja's just like it's like her eyes glaze over, her eyes roll back, and she like becomes this alter ego. And I just think that's cool. Like that's superstardom. And, you know, am I excusing some of the things that she's said or done? No. But like this is a situation where I so badly want to separate the art from the artist because the art is so good. You cannot be missing this song. It is like it's just juicy and makes me feel sexy and cool and I just want to kind of like wrap it in the mirror. This whole project, this album Scarlet, was just so cold. I loved it. I um, I remember seeing Doja on the VMAs back in um, August and she did Attention and Paint the Town Red, uh, maybe something else. But like, I just thought she had such a... Um, Uh, mastery on the mic and uh, comfort and it was it was pretty clean and spotless compared to other rap performances of the night and, and just stood out so intensely I think she's just she's born to be a star and I don't mind that she likes to get her hands dirty in the midst is that bad of me maybe but I'm here to highlight good pop not the best in people (laughs) congratulations Doja Cat Let's check back in with some of our listeners to hear about their favorite songs. So there have been so many excellent songs this year that I could possibly pick from. But I think the song that really uh, affected me the most this year. Um, can I have two? Can I have two, please? Please? Thank you. Okay, so, yeah, it's it's for me, for me as Alana Stan, it's either... Um, it's going to be 
an uh Ocean Boulevard, which I think is one of the most um heartbreaking and effectively written songs about needing to be desired there is. I think Show Me How by Men I Trust is such a sleeper hit that came out of this year. Um it's it's beautiful and emotive and the lyrics are um are simplistic but they mean some they're they're like they they carry a heavy weight about them. There's there's smart turns of phrase there. Um that feel very lyrical and the way that it conveys this sort of like frankness about about love and and um about the ways that we imagine love to be and how we romanticize things hey erin my favorite pop song of 2023 would have to be flatline by frost children I've been listening to a lot of hyperpop this year, and I think that Frost Children are taking this whole genre in a really cool direction. They have definitely have a lot of early 2000s influences in their music that feels kind of nostalgic for me. Um, but at the same time, I really just have never heard anything like them before. So please check them out because they're incredibly cool. My favorite pop song of 2023 was Worth It by Ray. It just has such a nice beat and an R&B vibe to it, and I loved her whole album, but definitely one of my favorites of the year. Hi, Erin. My favorite pop song of 2023 is Always by Daniel Caesar, because it's just a really beautiful, catchy song, and I cried to it on an airplane. My favorite pop song of 2023, which I think a version of it came out this year, maybe the original came out in 2022, but is One More Shot by Sill, I think you pronounce it, C-I-L. Um, the first time I heard it, I was like, I'm obsessed with this, and I played it on repeat, and now me and Aiden, my eight-year-old, just listened to it in the car and just like belt it out every time. It's just one of those songs that's like, you can't help but just get fully into it when it's on. My favorite pop song of 2023 was Pearls by Jessie Ware. I think it is the perfect, just dancey, disco-y pop song. It is so fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously. I love it. My favorite pop song of 2023 was Victoria Monet's Party Girls. Um, it came out right before the summer, you know, May, and it really just got me in the summer mood and... Can't forget about the party girls all lighting up the world, you know? This next category is where you're going to find a lot of those I've heard it a million times before, but I've never realized just how good it is songs. This category is an exploration of pop as genre, not pop just as like a, a, a shortened version of popular. This is pure pop, pop that doesn't try too hard, pop that's not mixed with anything. These are guaranteed to make you shake ass. And they're also just like really cute. Like they're just, these are cute girl songs. Um, without further ado, the nominees are Cupid by 5050. Unfortunately, this on the rise K-pop group has already disbanded, but I loved their breakout hit. Flirty, romantic, and sweet as candy. But still I want it more, more, more 
Speed Drive by Charlie XCX. This song races full throttle with prime real estate in the Barbie movie, a video featuring it girl Devin Lee Carlson, and cool interpolations of both Tony Basil's Mickey and Robin's Cobra style. It's the perfect storm. Boys a Liar, Part 2, by Pink Panthers, featuring Ice Spice. The minute this dropped, I knew it was the moment. From two of the year's hottest breakout artists comes a Jersey Club-inspired ringtone of a song, drenched in melodyne and perfectly feminine. He said I'm good enough, got my third Think about shit that I shouldn't know. So I tell him it's one of me, he making fun of me. His girl is a bum to me, like that boy is a cap. Saying he home, but I know where he at. Like, bet he blowing her back. Think about me, cause he know that it's fat. And it been what it been. Calling his phone like he'll send me a pen. Dunking my shit, cause he know what I'm on. But when he hit me, I'm not gonna respond. But I don't sleep enough without you. And I can't eat enough without you. If you don't speak, does that mean we're through? Don't like sneaky shit that you do. World Class Sinner slash I'm a Freak by Lily Rose Depp. Better have a bank account if you want to see what I'm about. I'm a good girl, come back. As the fictional artist Jocelyn from HBO's The Idol, Depp creates the perfect, trashy, seductive banger. It's a parody song that parodies so well it becomes good. And I'm wild as a stallion, so come enjoy the By Tori Kelly. Love and suspension. When you put up your guard, but I know I can make you believe. I've said this before on the mic, but I am the biggest Timbaland fan, and I could not have asked for a better return to music from him. This is true Y2K and Rings of Aaliyah or Destiny's Child. Tori Kelly is completely at home. Goosebumps, they let in me know you got me calling. 
Baby, we caught up rhythm. And the winner is... Boys a Liar Part 2 from My Girls, Pink Panthers, and Ice Spice. So uh, you may know this about me, but I'm a teacher. And last June, I chaperoned my students' prom, uh, the junior-senior prom. There was a moment during the dance that this song came on. And I cannot explain the way the dance floor was stormed. It was like the first thing the DJ pulled out in his set following dinner. Um, so everybody was seated and immediately like, take a look inside my heart. Like you got the first line, Pink Panther's, you know, her floaty little voice. And immediately there was a congregation of kids. And in that moment, like I literally made a mental note in that moment back in June saying this is going to be the Hive Mind Award winner for Pop Perfection. There's just something about a song that brings people to the dance floor that cannot be beat. It is a certain kind of magic. Songs that have the power to do that don't come along very often. They really don't when you think about it. Um, and I think that so many of the ones that try to be that are often really phoned in. What is so cool about this song is that it's not your typical like Max Martin produced EDM-y type of dance song. And it's not disco influenced and it's not reggaeton influenced. It's something that is ushering in a new, uh, you know, uh, wave and category of dance music. And that is this whole like bubblegum drum and bass. Like I've been saying since late last year that Pink Panthers is a pioneer and a bellwether and she's bringing this like UK garage British club kid culture over here and she's so smooth with it she's just that girl and and then she brings on Ice Spice who literally could not be more cool calm and collected like this girl is New York to her core and the two of them are like butter and I can't get enough of this song and it's very clear to me that it's just the tip of the iceberg for this sound and for both of these starlets as well. They're both really charming and have a great eye for the aesthetic side of pop. And I think that they're just going to be people who become even more so household names, people whose work we're really like intimately familiar with. Both of them feel so native to the internet. And I think that has allowed them to both be memes and serious artists at the same time where they are getting like the complete tiktok treatment but also getting like that good pitchfork right up they're so gen z they're so forward thinking and they're both just like really cool can we hang out can we be friends pink panthers ice give me a chance all right let's take a quick break to hear what my listeners are listening to see you in a sec my favorite pop song released in 2023 is Miley Cyrus's Flowers. The vocals, the beat, the music video, and the playful lyrics are just unmatched in my opinion. This song makes me dance every time, and I love the running themes of self-love and independence. My favorite song of 2023 is Dance the Night by Dua Lipa because it's so fun and I just feel like it's a song made for me. It was like pink and sparkly and it was such a big part of the barbie movie phenomenon that i'm just always gonna remember the summer of 2023 as the dance the night barbie movie summer of fun 
My favorite pop song from 2023 has to be What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. It was perfect in the movie Barbie and honestly such a tearjerker. My favorite pop song for 2023 was really hard to choose this year, but I think it'll probably have to be What It Is by Dochi. I know it's got more R&B elements to it, but I consider it a pop song for me just because of how popular it literally was. And I'm really happy to just genuinely see her pop off the way that she has recently. It's like really endearing and like heartwarming to see her like flourishing so much. I've kind of been following her for a while now and I've really believed in the music that she's been making. And it's really cool to just see her become the star that she's always meant to be. <laughs> and the song was fire. <laughs> My favorite pop song to come out this year has to be Bad Idea Right by Olivia Rodrigo from her new album Guts. I have been playing that every single day since its release, and it will without a doubt be in my Spotify wrapped top five. My favorite pop song of 2023 was Olivia Rodrigo's Bad Idea Right. The lyrical content is both funny and a really interesting turn in kind of pop culture feminism. It relies on a lot of showing, not telling. And in this song, Rodrigo is a very um, almost unhinged character. And yet at the core of the song is um, a politics that believes in bodily autonomy and believes in the right of young women to express their sexual desire, um, even when it is a bad idea. I think the delivery um, is key to this song. There's an element of kind of theater camp to it, and it shows in really funny ways, um, especially the, uh, I've probably seen much hotter men, but I really can't remember when. And then finally, I think the production is one of the most inventive productions of the year. It draws on a number of alternative rock traditions. Um, Gia Tolentino rightfully noted that it is part La Tigra, part Charlie XCX plus Josie and the Pussycat Dolls. And the guitar solo at the end is amazing. My favorite pop song of 2023 was Get Him Back by Olivia Rodrigo because her lyricism is top tier. You can hear her acting right through the song. And 23 has been a super angsty age for me. So I really needed that song to be on repeat the entire year. We have made it to my favorite category, Bound to Blow Up. A chance to highlight celebrities on the rise, uh, musicians and artists on the rise, people who I feel like have major potential, people who are just starting to get their first hit or two, or who have a really organic fan base growing. I want to see these artists. I'm very much in the market for tickets. I think that now's the time, if ever, to see these artists. It's It's got to be now because before you know it, these are going to be tickets that are going to be a big hit to your wallet. Um, and you can take it from me, somebody who has spotted artists like Ariana Grande and Sabrina Carpenter and Olivia Rodrigo in their really, really early days. I'm super proud of my ability to spot young pop stars, and I hope you can trust some of this year's picks. So without further ado, here are the nominees for Bound to Blow Up. Greedy by Tate McRae. <laughs> This firecracker performer is the complete package. Her sexy, colorful music videos harken back to the days of TRL.
Tommy Hurts by Renee Rapp. I just want some recognition for having good tits and a big heart. I'm always a fan of an artist with a musical theater background. This year, Renee was able to effortlessly parlay her soulful vocals and colossal personality into the pop ecosystem. I Got It Bad by Addison Rae. He looked right into my eyes and it was over. Addison is familiar and referential with enough girl next door charm to win anyone over. This is bubblegum to its bone. Guy on a Horse by Maisie Peters. Cute your car sports like it's that fast. I hear you talking all to me like it's that smart. Cause I've played Wembley Stadium like it's that hard. Not really, really, really. I was instantly taken by this song's fizzy, feral, riot girl inspired chorus. The verses are great too. They have Maisie cooing, sarcastic over a relentless bass line. Red Wine Supernova by Chapel Rowan. She was a playboy, Bridget Bardot. She showed me things I didn't know. She did it right there, out on the deck. Put her canine teeth in the side of my neck. This is a total celebration of queer joy. It's shameless, clever, and full of attitude. I have never had more fun listening to a song. Red Wine Supernova by Chapel Rowan. Woo! 
Chapel Rowan has been kind of a new discovery for me that has totally rocked my world. Uh, One of my listeners actually last year recommended her song Casual during my Hive Mind Awards episode. I checked it out and I like got it. I understood why this person liked it. Like it's ballsy and crass and provocative and so visual. And I understood it, but it really did not stick with me. I found the chorus a little bit grating, um, which I think, you know, it is what it is. I still kind of stand by that. I think the chorus of the song Casual is grating. But Chapel Rowan's debut album, The Rise and Fall of a Midwest Princess, is otherwise almost note perfect. It was love at first listen. I put this on and was like, oh, oh, I guess I found my new favorite artist. Nice. She reminds me so much of early Lady Gaga, like the fame era. Um, I think it's because of her theatricality. She's very larger than life and um, playful. And I find those really interesting qualities as a lot of pop has become quite understated. She's doing something really kind of different and unique. She plays with the aesthetics of drag, of you know, costume. She's always clowning around, having a lot of fun, joking on stage. Even in the lyrics, there's wordplay and innuendo. And it's just, I don't know, it's funny. It's like, it's not serious. She's kind of giving everything that Remy Wolf was trying to give, but doing it better. I I guess because she can be vulnerable, like she'll pull out a ballad. You don't want to come across 100% of the time as like a quirky girl. Like you have to have your honest moments too where people can um, find themselves in in your shoes. I, I like the song Red Wine Supernova in particular because to me it feels like the single. It feels like the hit. But without the context of the larger album, I don't know if it would um, strike me as hard. I'm really interested in the opening track, Feminomenon. It propels at an insane rate and has truly like weirdo production choices i love the track pink pony club which is so poignant and unifying chapel rowan is just a really special special artist and i hope that this maybe is your first introduction to her get on it you won't regret now let's open up that listener mailbag one more time and hear what the people have to say my favorite pop song of 2023 is pretty girls by renee rapp The lyrics are, unfortunately, relatable, but I think that makes it for an even more fun listen. And instrumentally, especially in the choruses, she's got this rumbly 16th note synth in the bass and a constant kick drum on the quarter notes, and it makes the song really feel like it has a heartbeat. And Renee is also so good at using her voice as texture, being able to harmonize with herself and create her own soundscapes with just the sound of her own voice, which is really, really cool. Beyond all of that, amazing song to listen to in the car. I've almost crashed to it on multiple occasions, but it's been totally worth it every single time. My favorite pop song of 2023 was Snow Angel by Renee Rapp because it is a beautiful and very, very powerful song. It's incredibly cinematic. It's incredibly difficult to sing, but I will scream it at the top of my lungs every time I hear it. So my favorite pop song of 2023 is Super Shy by New Jeans. Um, It has, I think, like a really easy 
nostalgic kind of sound um and it uses the beat from the powerpuff girls theme song so that might be why um and the dance for it is also really cute so it's really fun to watch the video too one of my favorite pop songs from 2023 is greedy by tate mccray I've been listening to her music for a while now, and I feel like since Greedy hit the charts, she's finally getting the hype that she deserves. 2024 is definitely going to be her year, and she's going to be coming for main pop girl status, and I'm living for it. Stick Season by Noah Kahn, and the reason why is this whole year has been very kind of crazy and traumatic and up in the air. Uh, and it's one of his happier sounding songs that is just a great song to drive around and listen and sing along to, which is my favorite kind of song. Um, so I would have to go with Stick Season by Noah Khan. That's it. Okay, bye! My favorite pop song of 2023 was Feminine Nominon by Chapel Rowan because it's fun, it's bright, and it puts me in a better mood every time I hear it. My favorite pop song of 2023 is Red Wine Supernova by Chapel Rowan because it's fun, poppy, boppy, something I can dance to, and really gets me going anytime I need an uplift. Whew, here we are, the last category. This one's different. You might remember from last year that I always like to include a couple songs that are not from right here and now. These are songs that are a blast from the past. Uh, five songs that were released more than five years ago. Some of these I discovered for the first time in 2023. Others I rediscovered in a new context. I found them in a new light and they really kind of stuck with me. So uh, let's get into it. These are the nominees for Blast from the Past. Crazy Girls by Too Poor. Part Tumblr goth, part SoundCloud emo, this passionate lo-fi romp feels really pivotal to culture. It's like the precursor to girl bloggers. Star Girl Interlude by The Weeknd featuring Lana Del Rey. I had a vision, a vision of my nails in the kitchen. I've always been reluctant to fully sign on to Lana. I sometimes find her sleepy, but bouncing off The Weeknd, she's a siren. 
this song melts in your mouth. Lilac Wine by Nina Simone. I lost myself on a cool, damp night. Gave myself in that misty light. Was hypnotized by strange delight under a lilac tree. I made wine from the lilac. Nursing a heartbreak is no joke. This song pinpoints every stage yearning, fog bliss, pangs of guilt, Simone's witchy vocals put you in a trance. It's a jazz classic. Do things I never should do. I drink much more than I ought to drink because it brings me back you. Like a G6 by Far East Movement. I have so much love for this period of music. Not that it aged well, but if you look at it through a quasi-ironic lens, this sloppy, fratty anthem is the perfect time capsule of the Jersey Shore era. Ladies love my style, at my table getting wild. Get, 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 get them bottles popping, we get that drip in that drop out. Now give me two more bottles, cause you know it don't stop. Hell yeah, drink it up, drink, drink it up. Sober girls around me, they be acting like they drunk. They be acting like they drunk. Acting like they drunk. With, with sober girls around me, they be acting like they drunk.
Nile by Beyonce featuring Kendrick Lamar. Got the Nile running through my body. Look at my natural, I'm so exotic. Produced by the whip smart Baby Keem, Beyonce describes this song to be about, quote, the moment before you pass on. I'm saying the youth, I said I'm drowning in it. I'm in the now, deep in the now. I'm in the now, deep in the now. That's some good. And the winner is like a motherfucking G6 by Far East Movement. I have to say, I was a little bit nervy to put this on the list. Like when I posted my nominees, I was like, this is a hot take. Nobody's going to go to bat for Far East Movement the way I'm about to right now in this very moment. Hear me out. This song was ahead of its time. I love the rap sung chorus by icon of the time, Dev, who piggybacked this song with... That one that was like, if you want to get with me, there's some things you gotta know. I like my beats fast and my bass down low, but, but, but bass down low. What a time to be an absolute brat on the radio. Like, I think all of these songs are such time capsules and they transport me to a time where music consumption was very simple and I didn't necessarily have a library of songs to choose from at any given time. I didn't have the the whole global network of Spotify or Apple Music. I had what the radio played. And the radio was playing like a G6, you know? My middle school dance was playing like a G6. And when I turned on the TV, you know who else was listening to G- like a G6? DJ Pauly D, Snooki, Wow, Vinny, Dina, the whole nine, like... We were in that moment together. And I I just feel like we don't have as many collective moments in music anymore. And I really like kind of look back fondly on the times that we did. The time that I could be so connected to this group of people who otherwise I would have literally nothing in common with. Like they were out clubbing at Karma and I was taking a math test, you know. And for some weird reason, like a G6 was the perfect soundtrack for both of those occasions <laughs> it's just not like that anymore and i miss it and this song makes me yearn for it and it's just perfectly stupid i'm sick of pretending that music always has to really matter there is of course a time and a place for a brooding dark uncomfortable truth of a song like ghost in the machine by SZA and phoebe bridgers but there's also very much a time and a place for like a G6. If we can't find reckless joy in our music, we're missing out on a big part of what music physically does to the body. Like scientifically, when like a G6 comes coursing through my ears, coursing through my veins, I'm transported and I I really am somewhere else. Plus, is the song a bit hyperpop? Yeah. And I love any song that I can dig up from back in the day that from a new vantage point appears as a interlude to something else. It almost feels like following the breadcrumbs back. Makes you feel like a little detective. Anyway, that brings me to the end of my episode today. I am so thankful for all of you who listen, all of you who have stuck around. Um, 
this is, you know, my, what, third, fourth year doing the podcast in some capacity. And I'm just really happy it's still somewhere I can go to express my opinions about something I'm really passionate about and connect with people who are also so into it and as as much of a nerd as I am. So thank you for being here. I'm wishing you the happiest holiday season with your family, friends, loved ones, and a prolific year of music to come. Bye. When the floor is wet and the lights come on but you don't want to leave.